Episode 89, we're back, we're better. And it just feels right, you know? It feels right. Um, we got Thanksgiving week coming up. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Uh, I just, you know, there's just a lot to be thankful for. Uh, I'm just hitting a bunch of bets. I'm just getting paid. You know, um, that's cool. Uh, another thing that's cool is that um, we're almost to 100 episodes. We're actually almost to 100 episodes, and that just dawned on me. That's actually insane. Um, thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for sticking with us. If you're only here in and out, thank you. If you're here and you're just devout, thank you. Y'all are the best, uh, the loyals, and um, we really appreciate you. This is the BDE Radio Podcast. We try to come to you every week unless something crazy happens. Like I said, this is episode 89. I am your co-host, Cam, and alongside me, as always, is Groobs, a.k.a. Wait, how do I do it? Ryan, a.k.a. Groobs, a.k.a. The Goat. Uh, that's the first time I've messed that up. In, in 89. No, and way more be, than that episode. I was about to say, with that, we include the lost episodes, then we're way over 100. That's the first time I botched that, and we're going to keep it. Fuck it. Uh, oh, Ryan, absolutely. how are you, bro? I'm um, not going to lie, man. I'm really tired right now. Um, been up since 4.30, caught a Ooh. flight back here to Atlanta, and just been grinding all day, working, got some stitches out on my neck, and it's just been a fun very fun-filled day, but hey, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Getting on another plan tomorrow to go down to Orlando with the fam for the week. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Looking forward to it. But yeah, I'm a little tired right now. But hey, we're here recording. I got to bring some energy, so I yes, got up for it. And this can be a little shorter when um, there's not a ton of things we're gonna talk about. We'll dabble in, we'll dabble in on Thanksgiving. We're gonna dabble in on uh, the real heavy hitter news uh, news portion news piece of uh, college football, and then we're going to go through our picks, and uh, I hope you guys can have a Thanksgiving that's delightful and, and incredible, as I hope mine is. So um, let's kick it off. We have the hot topic going into this week, or coming out of last week, is um, Dan Mullen. Um, the travesty that is the Dan Mullen era in Florida has come to pass. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Me being a Georgia fan? I'm indifferent because, you you know, I love – I did not like Mullen at all. I don't like Mullen. I think he's a bitch. I think he talked a lot of shit for winning one game out of four years. But at the same time, I'm going to miss him just because we always kicked his ass. Uh, he was a He's a dweeb, to be honest with you. And the whole thing that happened between him and Eli Drinkwich, the Missouri head coach – it's just it's the nerdiest, dumbest, dumbest thing I've ever seen. The whole Mullen did the Darth Vader thing last year, then you got Drinkwitch doing the um may the force be with you thing at the after his press conference. It's it's petty. Guys, we're <laughs> professionals here. I, I mean, this is the SEC. If you want to be cartoon characters, go to the ACC or the Pac twelve. Keep that shit at the door. We don't do that here. We just kick ass. So I I mean Dan Mullen did this to himself. I yeah. mean, he was a he was ten and three, eleven and two, and then um, eight and four last year during a COVID season. And then he just fell off the map. I think he was like two and nine or ten against his uh, power five opponents the last the last twelve. I mean, ever since the shoe game, it's been downhill for him. I mean, I'm not shocked this is here, but the guy he just couldn't stay out of his own way. He couldn't keep his mouth shut. So, hey, he's got the best job in the world now. He just got, like, a crap crap load of money in his buyout. Now he just gets to go hang out and do nothing. That's the best thing in the world. It's a, The best job in the world is a fired football head coach. I swear, dude. I, um, I'm with you. I, um, I'm glad he's gone, too. I don't – there's just such a black eye on Florida right now. The thing is, who are they going to get? Are they really going to go and hire Billy Napier, who everybody's saying is the next big thing? But are you really firing Dan Mullen? Dan Mullen, a guy who's won national championships for Florida, a guy who made Mississippi State in nine years to relevancy because that was a trash program, got them ranked number one in the first college football playoff season, had Dak Prescott, and you're really going to go and get ULL's head coach. That's who you fired Mullen for. I mean, I just don't see it. I don't see that. 
Are you really think you're going to pull Lane Kiffin away? I mean, I don't see that either. Why would Lane leave Ole Miss to take just as hard of a job in Florida? Florida's behind in in facilities compared to Ole Miss, and I know the recruiting grounds in Florida is great, but you're recruiting against everybody there. You're recruiting against Florida State, Miami. That's your two in-state schools. Then you got Georgia. Then you got Bama. Then you got LSU. I mean, if we're talking about the best two jobs available right now, you're looking at USC and LSU thinking, I don't have to go through Kirby Smart and LSU. With LSU, you get you have L, you have Louisiana. Nobody rarely comes into Louisiana and takes guys. Like right. Bama does it every now and then. But outside of that, if you're an LSU guy and you get an offer, you're staying home in Louisiana. In Florida, it ain't that way. It ain't that way. I think LSU is the better job right now, and I'm. I think Aranda is about to take that from uh, Baylor. Yeah, I don't. Um, this offseason is going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be something Very to keep our eye on because there's some big time, big time schools that are that are vacant right now. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'm. I'm. Uh, right. I'm excited about the offseason, especially now that I don't have any portion of the season to look forward to because. The, per, the, the team that I would root for, their entire roster is on the injured reserve. So, And apparently your head coach is rumored to go to Washington. Yeah, imagine imagine leaving Auburn to go to Washington. Leaving Auburn after one year to go to Washington. Whew, that'd be bad. That would be horrendous. That'd be really bad. And but, I, mean, I mean, what do you think is the best job available out of everything I just described to you? You got Florida, LSU, USC, um, Virginia Tech. Like all the, I mean, outside of Virginia Tech and down, it's maybe Miami opens up. That's where Lane's rumored to go if my Manny Diaz does get fired. I mean, to me, taking the USC job would probably be the easiest thing to do. Not the easiest thing to do. It'd be the best thing to do because I know the fan base doesn't give a shit. Pac-12 fans just don't give a shit, especially out in LA. They don't give a shit until you're good. Mm-hmm. And your problem is, is you got to get there. But once you get there, you own yeah you're back in national media you are the hot topic i mean look at oregon i mean oregon's there but if usc took came back and took over oregon it would be just the biggest thing in the world because they would own the west coast yeah i um i love the appeal that usc has uh just Based off the days of old when Pete Carroll was there, dude, that place was jumping, dude. You know, like exactly. You, it went. Hey, the the national championship went through USC, and uh, it's you on got the, side the biggest line. you got the biggest state in the world. All of the best quarterbacks in the country are, seem to come from California. Yeah, uh, right now. I mean, the talent's abundant there. Uh, like it or not, Bryce Young even went almost went to USC. You know, he was. He's, he a, was, he's a, your two Heisman. Front runners right now are California quarterbacks. Yeah, they're from California, 100%. So it's just like USC is extremely appealing. I say the competitor in me would want to go to Florida. The reason being is because there's so much history there. History is rich. I don't know anything about their facilities, to be honest with you. I don't know. Um, yeah. I will say this, that that um, Florida is you – can't, you can't just – they're so short-minded. Like exactly. Dan Mullen, although his past two seasons have been not exceptional, he took him to the SEC championship game three years ago. Took no last year. They were eight and four and went to the SEC championship game last year. Yeah. Holy shit. They were eight and two and then they lost the SEC championship eight and three and, and then in lost the bowl. bowl game. Yeah, eight and four. Okay. Well, regardless, no, oh, that's right. It was a short season. Um, game. That's right. Uh, he took him to the SEC championship game. Like Florida is still super rich in history, super rich in fan base dedication, super rich in recruiting. It's probably pretty easy to to recruit in Florida if you're named Florida. Um, I mean, you know, you everybody wants to be a Gator unless you live in the in Miami. Uh, and Florida State's down, you know, big. They're down horrendous right now. So it would be such an easy pitch if you move into Florida, in my opinion, to go. Hey, um, new coach, new culture, beautiful, unbelievable stadium. The place absolutely rocks. You know, I mean, there's so much history there. When you walk around there, there's ghosts of legends. I mean, Florida's incredible. So it's just like, and all they got to do, I mean, 
Kirby having a great year for sure. This is a great joy. This is one of the best college football teams I've seen in a long time with questions at quarterback. So like if they had a quarterback that was a like a guy, it'd be the best team in the last decade, two decades probably, arguably ever. So um, this is a great year for them. But in general, it's they didn't win the SEC championship last year. You know, Florida did. So it's just like it can be done. You can definitely beat Georgia. For sure you can beat Georgia. Uh, I find it more appealing to go up against Georgia annually than Alabama annually. Because Alabama, they've proved it for a decade that that championship goes through them every time. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know? Uh, And LSU, that's a huge rivalry. Granted, Florida is a rival with Georgia, so I guess those cancel out. I think, I just, I don't know, man. I... There's just so much talent in Florida. It would be hard not to take Florida's job, even though you're on the hot seat immediately. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to LSU, because, yeah, LSU can get some Texas recruits and get some LSU recruits, but um, you still play – you play the best – you play the the most successful football dynasty that's ever been established every year. Right. You know? Here's the thing is when it boils down to it, you have to be able to recruit. Oh, yeah. That's the name of the game in college football. If you can no recruit, it's why you see the same teams every single year outside of Clemson this year because this is what happens when you recruit three stars. Um, that's what they did, and that's why they got dominated on the offensive line all year. Anyways, getting back to it. This is why you see the same three teams, just same four, three, four, five teams. It's because those are the same teams that are in the top three, four, and five in recruiting every year. Right. So it's kind of pick your poison with what you were just saying. Do you want to go up against Georgia, who's one or two every year in recruiting, or do you want to go against Saban, one and two in recruiting every single it's year? So it's it's kind of a pick your poison kind of deal right there. Um, that's the reason USC is take, way more appealing. Oh, yeah. That's why you go to USC. 100%. You don't have to deal with this. Dude. Because you get in the playoffs. You win, and 11, you you win 11 games in, at USC, you're in the playoffs. Yeah, the only thing you do run into there is you literally just have no fan support until you're relevant, which is just bullshit. But, I mean, that's the life in the West Coast. They don't care about college sports. All they care about is um, the NFL. Right. And I mean, there's too much shit going on in L.A. To, they don't really give a shit about sports. They right. really don't. There's too much things to do down there. There's too many things to do over there for sure. Um, I just, yeah, USC is definitely the most appealing job for me in terms of easy, in terms of comfortability, in terms of leniency on a bad year. You know, I mean, there's right. guys already calling for Harson when reality is, I mean, this he, is first his, year. the last three games of this season are just a wash because he don't have his team, you know? I mean, Bo is gone. Bo, like, what do you do when your starter's gone? Dude, it's Bo. It's the entire offensive line. Dude, the offensive line that Auburn had was already not very good, and now we're even worse. And we have a quarterback that throws like a crocodile. I mean, it's it's just we our best receiver is out. I, hold on, I need you to describe. How do you throw like a crocodile? All right, you, now when you look at a crocodile, you notice how short their arms are. So he throws like a T Rex. I guess sure. He throws like something that has super short arms. Okay, about so T Rex. Yeah, I mean T Rex is like this. Correct. So, and and, and the, the best receiver like six, gone. Six too. And our best receiver had like 14 drops on the year anyway. Like, it was just, I, it's just been tough. Is it huh? D Rob? What? No. It's um, oh. McKenzie. Oh, I see. I don't even know your team anymore. Uh, I barely do. But it's um, our defense is, hey, our defense is great. But our defense can't play a full hour's worth of football by itself. You know? No. If our defense could score, you know, if like that was their job to score, I'd feel comfortable. But it's not. And they can't play every down and expect to win. All and and Harson, it's just you just hate to see it because uh, they're they're calling for his job when it shouldn't be. Like he, you shouldn't expect him to have a great recruiting class. You shouldn't expect him to win with players that aren't his. Guess what? Guess what? Saban did with players that weren't his. He lost. He literally lost to ULM yeah. his first year. He did at Alabama. You know. He yeah, lost he to uh, he he lost to the University of Louisiana in Monroe. His first year, and they were calling for his head, and now he's the greatest college football coach that's ever been conceived. So, it's just people are wild. The SEC is so fickle. 
Um, that's the only oh, yeah. that's the only negative about the SEC. But hey, when you're hot, you're a, you're a legend in the SEC. Kirby Smart, look like now. Granted, I I'm not a full committed believer in Kirby Smart until he can beat Saban, but he is a absolute powerhouse. The guy wins football games. He recruits his ass He's off. Um, the best thing we've had, definitely since the best thing you've had. Like without a doubt. Without the without a doubt, he's the second best SEC coach of the in the Currently. last twenty years. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, Urban. Maybe. May, yeah, you could probably compare him to Urban. That'd be a close second. Urban and that's about it. it. Sucks that Les Miles. I have to put him into this argument because he had he's won national championships. He he's like a top four. He's not top. He's not in the top two discussion. Jimbo's won an Addy. I mean, there are guys. Yeah, but I'm talking about know. consistency. Oh, I know. I mean, Urban I mean, or Kirby, even when he's has an eight win season, he's still in the top five recruiting classes. Here's my question: Now that you can't do the illegal shit that Alabama and Georgia for sure do, because they know how to do recruiting illegally, because Kirby came from Nick Saban and Nick Saban started it. Right. Um, that's my conspiracy. We can get into that later at another date. But they for sure uh, do illegal shit. I know that for a fact. Um, now that the NIL is out there, you don't you don't need. You don't need illegal under the car under the rug under the no, table it's money. it's all open now. So, do you think that helps or hurts the the guys that are really good at being illegal at recruiting? Helps. You think so? Yeah. Because now they can actually fully truly have the conversations. I mean, look, Georgia has I think four five stars, and the entire SEC has one. Right. Or something else, some crazy like that, six to three, or something, some wild like that. But I mean, it. I mean, it, our recruiting hasn't fell off, and that has a product to do with us being number one in the country and all that kind of stuff. And we have a lot of guys leaving, so you can backfill playing time, all that kind of stuff. Anyways, um, but I don't think nil is as big of a deal when you look at the transfer portal. Look at LSU right now; they're about to lose their. One of the, I want to say their best cornerback, but Stingley, but he's going to go in the NFL. Um, Elias Ricks, he's entered the transfer portal. He is, he was a five-star guy. He was a sophomore this year. Now he's entering the, the portal. So I think the portal is, that's your game changer. That's your evening board across everything. Teams that can dominate that. I mean, look at Michigan State. They were terrible last year and they're still, look, 130th pass defense, like that's yeah, they're why not they a got great their ass team. kicked. They're not that great. They did some great things this year. They've turned it around, but they went and got like 20 plus players from the transfer portal, including Kenneth Walker. So I mean, you can turn a whole team around just from the transfer portal. So it's not so much nil. I mean, yes, the teams that always recruit elite are still going to recruit elite. Like that's that's part of it. But you're going to miss out on some guys who are going to want to stay home. Because they can get better nil nil deals. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're yeah. gonna you're, it's gonna be sometimes it's gonna be a little bit harder to pull some of those five stars out of their home state. Um let's let's say there's a guy in Arkansas. Maybe he can get two million dollars from somebody in Arkansas compared to seven hundred and fifty thousand in a market that's diluted with all other shit, right? Yeah. He can stay home and be the big big fish. It just it's all ego, it's all it's part part of the product of today's society. So it's it's definitely different, but at the same time, I think the guys that recruit elite are going to stay elite. My biggest transfer portal watch is going to be that quarterback at Ohio State. Um, when he was, yeah, he was the number one quarterback, the highest composite score. Oh, he's a hundred percent ever. Where does he go? I mean, anywhere. He's the best quarterback ever, apparently. So like, yeah, he's the next Pat Mahomes. Right, no, he's the best freak of nature. So he can use that to his advantage and literally go wherever he wants to go. If he finds a void, because Stroud's not going anywhere. If he goes no, a void, I mean, if he finds staying. if he finds a team like if he finds a team that he thinks he can play at, you go there a hundred percent. You go Absolutely. there. Absolutely. You don't pay your dues at Ohio State. Ohio State is not good enough for me to pay my dues there. In my opinion, they're not Alabama. They're not Georgia. They're not either one of those teams, in my opinion. They're not. So they don't just what I mean is they're not forking out quarterbacks. Alabama's just they Alabama's got three quarterbacks in the NFL right now. You know, like 
Ohio State. Let's just be honest. Nobody's forking out quarterbacks like Alabama. Exactly. Right now. So, like, if you were at Alabama and you were, like, the backup and you had the highest composite quarterback rating ever at a high school, you might stick it out. But Ohio State with a quarterback coming back, probably not. Um, just in the day of the transfer portal, you're not going to do that. No. His whole thing, he should have just waited because he didn't have to go. He only went because he wanted to get money. 100%. Was, I mean, I get it. It was 100% a money grab, and it was greedy as hell. But, look, he could not be in this situation have a whole other year of eligibility. Did he lose his red shirt? I, I'm sure he still has his red shirt. That's what I'm saying. I don't played. think he lost a year. I don't think he's lost a year. I don't think he's lost yeah. a year. So, I think this is like no, a free I guess money you could grab. say he may... You could say his development's, development's maybe even a little bit better because he did go and get it from a college. 100%. Instead of playing high school. 100%. His development's been better. It was a, it was the right move. It's just like Bryce Harper getting his GED and going to Juco when he was 17. Right. It was the right move. If you can do it, you can do it. And he was young already for his grade, so he got his GED, went in, whatever, did all that shit. So he enrolled early. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure, his, even though he played against Michigan State, I think he still... Can maintain red shirt games. Yeah, so so he's definitely maintaining red shirt status. Um, I say maybe maybe even red shirt this year. Stay at Ohio State another year. You're still a red shirt freshman. Leave. Yeah, I mean, if he stays, I mean, he's obviously he'll be a freshman next year. The thing is, it doesn't even matter these days. It's all that matters. It's three years. You can be a redshirt freshman and still leave your redshirt sophomore year. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, it's all everybody leaves. If you're good enough, you leave in your third year. It's he's part of it. He's the big story for me, in my opinion, because there's no quarterbacks out there that have star power. There's no besides yeah. him, because outside of maybe Bryce Young going in the next year, um, I just. I'm not seeing any other quarterbacks that go boom, pow, like, wow, this guy's got an opportunity to be really great. And I'm just saying Outside the opportunity. Stroud, yeah. I'm not even saying he's going to be worth a damn. I'm just saying he has the upside, seemingly, to have some excitement that surrounds him and his name um, because he's got this dumbass haircut. He's an unbelievable <laughs> athlete, seemingly. And um, like I said, his composite rating is so high that uh, there's just nothing but excitement around this kid. So he's getting free money at Ohio State. And um, – I wouldn't be shocked if he left. It would probably be a good business oh, I decision. I expect him to leave. Absolutely. If he goes to somewhere like Ole Miss. He was originally committed to Texas. Let's just say that. Ole Miss. I just landed it. I'm about to email him. He needs to go to Ole Miss right now. Well, that's if Lane stays there. If He he needs to be on the phone with Lane Kiffin tonight. Literally. Just say, hey, wherever you're going, I'm going with hey, you. Hey, coach. Are you staying? If you stay at Ole Miss, I'm coming to Ole Miss. Deal? If you're going to Miami, I'm going to Miami. Exactly. No, dude, because Ole Miss is just that spot. You know, I mean, Buddy's leaving. Corral's Corral, out. Yeah. Who are they going to have? Bryce Pumley. You bring that kid That's in, it. he's an immediate starter. Even if he's not the best quarterback, you start him. You know, just to have some yeah. excitement because you're not going to do anything but get better. He's literally 18. I'll say this, though. Is there enough nil money there for to get him down dude, there? Dude, let me tell you something. Old Ole Miss money is money. There's some rich boy. Hey, there's some rich folks over there in in uh in in Ole Miss grounds. Over there in Oxford, they yeah, got no, money. I don't boy. disagree with you there. But getting back into our whole discussion, though, USC, if you can get them to relevancy, is the easiest job out of those three. And it's not even that close, in my opinion. Yeah, it's um, I, I just. That's my dude. I'm telling you, if I'm that kid, I'm manipulating the system aggressively. <laughs> like, I'm absolutely going to another team because I just want to play, you know? Yep. And, and it'll just do nothing but increase his stock. Even if he's not a great quarterback initially, he can play the, hey, I'm only 18 card. Relax. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right. You want to go over last week's games real quick? Uh, I guess. We'll yeah. Get into you, can, you can lead that. Let's go over the slate from last week. We'll do a quick little recap. We'll talk a little Thanksgiving, then we'll get into the, this week and You're, we'll get into our picks. So let me get this pulled up real quick. I don't know why my computer is being slow tonight, but hey, it's part of it. All right, let's get into it. So let's talk about the big game. Michigan State, just good God. We've already touched on a little bit. They so bad yeah they were bad it, it just made ohio state look so good too you know and that makes so me nauseous my thing. 
Let's let's think about it like this. You go and look at the game. You pull up the box score, right? Why the hell didn't they not give the ball to Kenneth Walker earlier in the game? Like, why didn't they just feed that guy? He had six carries. Six carries the entire game. Like, if you want to keep the, the, the thing with explosive offenses is you can obviously you can't if you can't stop them you got to play keep away you keep it so away what do you do with keep away what do you do you run the ball you just eat clock and then you just hope and pray you get some turnovers right and no they didn't do that they tried to they threw the ball 36 times they out threw uh cj stroud by one pass that's insane it's just terrible and you're not going to beat them doing that if you don't have an elite quarterback which they don't yeah, that's a really bad, uh, that's a bad game plan. You got a Heisman front runner, and you run him three, you run him six times. That's the coach should definitely be sat down with AD. Yeah, you know what's funny is they're going to give him an extension, Mel Tucker. Wow. Yeah, they were talking about like a nine ninety five million dollar extension, nine years. That's insane, dude. That's such a bad game plan. Like you run, you run your best guy. Absolutely. I mean, like you just said, a Heisman guy, and you don't hand him the ball more than fucking 15, 20 times. You, what are you, we doing yeah, here? he's going to have to tap his helmet before he comes off the field. You know, like, yeah. That's not, hey, if a, it works one time, let's keep it going. Yeah, you pound the ball, man. And I'm sure a bunch of that was check downs on the quarterback and, and all that. But still, you let that quarterback know immediately, hey, Dick, we're running the ball. Did you not see him <laughs> score for, in 42 seconds, the last three possessions combined? I know. Oh, no. We're running the ball, kid. Stop yeah. checking to a, a slant route that you're not going to convert. That's ridiculous. Yeah, just, uh, so dumb. Just so dumb. I don't understand that. But, yeah, they're, C.J. Stroud probably just took the Heisman right there with that game by throwing six touchdowns, 432 yards, 32 of 35. I mean, that's just an unreal stat line right there. Yeah. And that was in the first – he threw six touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, it's a good game for sure. Again, like I said, terrible passing defense. Like uh, 130th is what I heard earlier, and that's just nutty. That's literally all the teams. Yep. So, I mean, Michigan, I'm very interested in this game this week to see how they pan out because if you can shut down those quick screens from to Alave and Wilson and, and Ju- Smith and Jubu or what, however you say his last name, like, I mean, they got guys out there and they got good running backs, but if you can slow them down a little bit and get – CJ Stroud on the ground. Alave is their best guy. I'm, Alave's an NFL guy, dude. I watch him a lot. All three of those guys. Alave are. is a freak. He was a freak years ago. You know, like it seems like he's yeah. been there forever, but he was just because he was there with uh, when they were in the playoffs a bunch. Right. But um, he's a stud. I um, they're a good team. That's a team that can definitely beat Alabama for sure. That's a team that could give if unless you can somehow bottleneck that that passing game a lot, like. Unless you can slow it down a lot, they're giving anybody yeah. fits. That's what I'm saying. I'm interested in this week. See, Michigan's got a pretty decent pass rush. They got two really good defensive ends, and I want to see how they can get after quarterback. If they can do it, then it'll be an interesting game. Stroud's proven that he makes mistakes under pressure. He's a lot like oh, yeah. Tua I mean, look at the in that game. regard. Um, Tua was great when he could have time to throw, and he always did because he had the best offensive line in the country. But as soon right. as you put pressure on him, he would panic. And uh, he struggled. Yep. That's what that's what Oregon did. They he, put a lot of pressure on him, and Stroud made bad plays. Bad, he made bad decisions. Um, which is funny because they didn't have Kayvon Thibodeau or Justin Flo. Exactly. But uh, it's um it's going to be an interesting game for sure. I know I'm not touching it, and I am going to watch. Yep. So let's talk about the other playoff implication game. There's two, two or three more. Honestly, three more. But we'll talk about the other big one. Cincinnati finally woke up. They finally woke up 48-14 to 14 over SMU. Honestly, I thought this was going to be a closer game. Same. But, hey, I mean, they came out Good and they them. did what they were supposed to do. That's a big game for them, dude. It's a huge game for yeah. them playoff-wise, committee-wise, because SMU – Style points. Poetically enough and hilariously enough, uh, SMU is one of their better teams that they're going to play all year. Yeah, um, them. I mean, they got a sneaky trap game this week in between Houston with uh, Eastern Carolina. I think East, East Carolina is going to give them some fits, to be honest with you. Um, I think they can score some points on them. But, yeah, I mean, SMU was definitely – I mean, they were a top 25 team for most of the year until they lost. So, I mean, they scored 14 late, too. They were shutting them out. Yeah, and that's, a, that's pretty impressive. Good, they looked really good. It was good to see. I want Cincinnati in that playoff so bad. 
I do too. <laughs> I want them number four. Same. <laughs> uh, I mean, we do have to watch out for the back door Notre Dame, though. That could happen. No shot. Cincinnati already beat them. They're not going to jump Cincinnati. Ever. I know, I know, I know. Listen, listen, listen. Back to where Notre Dame would mean since he's number three. How in the hell would that happen? Oh, I forget Alabama's in the top four right now. They're number three right now. Yeah. Ohio State passed them at that big game. They just blew out Michigan State. So That's true, dude. That's Notre Dame can get in. It's either going to be Notre Dame or one of the Oklahoma schools. That, hey, that Notre Dame win is looking really good for Cincinnati. Which is shocking. Which is wild to think about. Yep. So let's get on to the next one. At Notre um, Dame, too. Huge. At Notre Dame. So we'll do this one first. Alabama, Arkansas. Alabama, Arkansas in T-Town. Man, Bama's beatable. Bama, this is the most beatable Alabama team I've seen in a long time. Don't get me wrong, They dude. are beatable. Hey, Alabama is still really good. They're capable of beating anybody in the country, but they just look beatable. Let me just say this. Bryce Young threw for 559 yards. I know. He broke, he broke the Alabama record, and they almost lost. Yeah. The guy, I mean, they were doing everything in their power to lose that game. And they were letting K.J. Jefferson... K.J. Jefferson of Arkansas throw all over them. Now, I'll give you this. Trayvon Burke or Traylon Burke is really dang good. But, I mean, we're talking about K.J. Jefferson here. Yeah. He's a runner. He, he's a runner first, not a thrower. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know if that means Arkansas is pretty good or I, because Auburn went into Arkansas and beat them handily. We beat them 37-0. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that, though, because you're Georgia. Like, y'all are – had, y'all are y'all's defense is light years ahead of everybody's in combined. So like, you, but this I'm saying that because y'all are the all the Bama fans are running their mouth already. Y'all are the least beatable team in the country by far. Um, so well, you can't really do that. And now Auburn, you can because Auburn, the most beatable team in the country, as proven this past weekend. Uh, granted, they have injuries out the ass, but nonetheless, you never you shouldn't lose to South Carolina with your third strings. Um. I uh, I I didn't watch any of the Bama game. I know Bryce Young looked good. Bryce Young, Bryce Young is my Heisman favorite. Um, just because yeah. he's going to have to go through his Georgia. stats are better. If he has a good game against Georgia and they win, they lose. I think he should still win it. In my opinion, um, kind of depends on what happens this weekend with Michigan and then when they have to play Wisconsin if they win that game. Right. Kind of depends on how Stroud looks that game these these next two weeks. And same with Bryce Young. I mean, he's gonna have this, but then he's going up against the best defense in Georgia. So uh, the wild part yeah, is. Both I mean, of if them I had to lean, back. it's Bryce Young. So what now? The wild part is both of them are coming back. Yeah, I know. That's wild. I'm aware. Yeah, that is crazy to think about. Good for those teams, you know. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Bama, man, I just. Hey, I I took the plus twenty did, and a half for a reason. I took minus twenty. I know you did. It, and that's not the way I thought that game would play out, though. I didn't expect it to be forty two thirty five. I was expecting a lower scoring game for that to be able to be covered there. But no, I mean, Arkansas had chances. If they didn't shoot themselves in the foot for the first quarter and a half, they win that game. That's so. I mean, nuts. they looked bad in the first quarter. Like, bad play calls, bad execution. If they clean that up, they win that game. Right. I, so, um, I mean, I don't know. The man. SEC championship's a very interesting game. That is going to be Let's fair. Just put it that. Uh, I have no idea how that game's going to go. It could be a it could be a shootout, yeah. and it could be a it could be a twenty one seventeen. Like it could be a ten to twenty one. Like, there's no telling how that game's going to go. I don't know. I, and you know how I wanted to go. I wanted to be a dog walk, but it ain't going to be no dog walk. It's going to be a fourth quarter, duke them out. No doubt. 28-24 kind of game. That's, what, that's what I feel like, too. Yep. So let's talk about the biggest biggest storyline of the, of the week, and I think we've all just kind of been expecting this to eventually happen. Utah beat Oregon. Man, Oregon. We uh, this is, I think we all kind of kind of felt that was going to come. I, I never really fully trusted Oregon. But, hey, I mean, they were dogs, and I wanted to take it. And, look, Utah just dog-walked Utah them. beat the shit out of them. Hey, when they changed quarterbacks, it changed everything. That's so crazy to think about. They beat the hell out of them. Who's the Pac-12 leader at the moment now? 
I want to. It's actually Utah. Got to be Utah, Utah right? seven and one. Yeah. yeah, Utah seven and one. Oregon six and two now. But they they'll play again as long as they both win this week. They'll both play again in uh, next week for the conference championship. Look, the Pac-12 is done. Yeah, the Pac-12 is chalk city. Yeah, they are. They're done. I think they're Oregon dropped all the way like ten or something like that. Right. Do you put Notre Dame in above Oklahoma or Oklahoma State? No, I don't either. No, I mean Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have a better strength of record, and they have a conference championship. Look, they can't get the twelve. Notre Dame can't get the 12 wins. How wild is it that Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are about to play each other back-to-back weeks? Well, if Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma, then they'll play Baylor. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. So if it, it could still happen if Oklahoma wins, and then Oklahoma State would play them, but... I don't know. It's going to be a weird two weeks if they play each other back-to-back, but it's happened before. Yep. And I think Oklahoma beat them back to back or whatever, but it, it it'll be interesting to see how that works out because Bedlam's going to be a hell of a game, a lot of playoff implications there. Interested to see which Oklahoma team turns up. I'm talking about OU here. I don't know who's going to show up. Yeah, is it going to be the good Caleb Williams teams or the bad Oklahoma team that we've kind of been seeing for most of the year? Yeah, they're the worst ten and one I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it sucks because I want to root for them for personal reasons and everything, but it's just been rough this year. It seems like they just go in there and they've been trying to survive every single game, every single game instead of going in there and dominating, which is what we're used to seeing. Yeah, I agree. They used to dominate the Big Twelve. Bottom line. Yeah, I mean they used to just. I guess by dominate, I mean we. The, Scoring a lot of points, and it just seems like it's hard for them to score right now, which is weird. It does seem that way, and it is a young quarterback, and he's still in his first year, but he's played a few games. That's what's bizarre. I don't know whether to be, I don't know whether to be excited about the next few years or not. I mean, as Caleb's, a, he's good. He's we both. You were saying he was going to be the Heisman. He was a stud. there for a little bit until they lost. Yeah. I mean, the kid's electric. He's an electric factory, and I think they have a bright future with that. But the problem is. Their defense just can't do anything. So bad. It's just so bad. So while they're they're historical, they're known for that though. Yeah. All right, you want to get in these picks? Yep. Yeah, let's get into it. We'll get into this week. Let's do it. All right, my first set, and I'll start, and I'm just gonna rip these off because yeah, I don't have rationale it. behind these. It's exclusively my app. Um, I might have a rationale for a few because I agreed with a few, but in general I don't. Um, these we're gonna start with college. Let's see here. Sorry, it's loading. First game's gonna be uh, Ole Miss outright. I know it's at Mississippi State. It's Thanksgiving. Ole Miss is a better team. I've watched both of them play. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see a lot of points. To be honest with you, uh, both quarterbacks can play. Will Rogers can throw the ball. Um, Matt Corral can obviously throw the ball. So, uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see a bunch of points, but I think Ole Miss is a better team, period. So, that's that's my first pick. Um, next A grade is uh, Ohio minus six. It's on a Friday morning. Uh, don't have any rationale. Just take it. Uh, over 52 and a half on the Texas K-State game. To be honest with you, I don't even know why. Uh, I guess it seems low to the simulator, but um, because the projected score is literally like 15 points higher than that. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the next A grade is going to be the under in the Maryland-Rutgers game. I think it's 52 and a half. Uh, that's, that's what I'm going to take. Uh, that's an A grade. Don't ask me why. I think both their offense are just kind of dog shit. Uh, next one's Oregon minus seven. I don't like this. I don't like this one at all. Um, no. Oregon's bad. I, I don't, like Oregon's not a f- good football team. But no. it's an A grade, and I take all the A grades because – it's just the way it is. Um, next one is SMU minus six and a half. Although they did get walked by Cincinnati, Cincinnati's the number three team in the country. Number four, they're a really good football team, and they're playing Tulsa. Um, I do like SMU by his touchdown. I really do. Uh, the next one is going to be Notre Dame minus nineteen and a half against Stanford. Stanford's a bad football team. It is at Stanford, uh, and they did beat Oregon, but Oregon's not very good. Uh, so there's that Notre Dame. They're trending. They're trending up right now. I don't know what's going on, but they're clicking. They're firing on all cylinders apparently. 
So um, that is the A grade. is Notre Dame minus 19 and a half. And that is all my A grades. Go ahead with your rational picks. <laughs> all right. We both have this one, and it's my team. It's rivalry weekend. We're playing the nerds down at the North Avenue Trade, uh, trade School. UGA minus 35 against Georgia Tech. Look, Tech's just bad. Cam just kind of talked about Notre Dame. Tech went up to Notre Dame last week and lost 55-0. to The only thing I fear in this game is our guys getting hurt, injuries, that kind of deal, targetings, them trying to fight, that kind of stuff. Look, Georgia Tech ain't a rival to us. They're just a nuisance. I wish we didn't play them anymore. They just suck. Jeff Collins is terrible. I mean, they're just... They're not even worth our time of playing them every year. So, Georgia big. I mean, big. Because they suck. Yeah, I took it as well just because I want to sweat it out with my bud. Um, I don't really know, to be honest with you. I know I wouldn't be shocked if they covered at all. But they also, I mean, they didn't cover against Missouri, right? Yeah, by two points. Right. So, like, their lines are pretty good. On the big boy, on the big boy lines, they're yeah. pretty close typically. I wouldn't be shocked if they won by 54. You know, I wouldn't be shocked. But also, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if it was right at 35 minutes of push. Um, but uh, I'm sweating it out just because to hell with it. I'm up 60. We're vibing. I put an accidental bet on the Cavs for $100. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you did what I did with Pitt, so it's all good. Did yours hit? Yeah, mine hit. Mine too. I literally, I was like. You got to love the accidental bet. I was like, what the, <laughs> the hell happened, finger. dude? This is crazy. They only, they only covered by five, dude. Five and a half. I, they they won by a half a point. I would have freaked yeah, out you if I'd have been hundred dollars down. <laughs> I really would have. I'd have been I'd have been rattled. So oh, mine covered by like one point, dude. That would have been nuts. Anyway, yeah. So I'm up. I'm in the green, so we're chilling. So that's ten bucks, Look. whatever. Um, my next pick is gonna be uh, Bama minus nineteen and a half. It's more of a more of an emotional hedge here. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if they don't cover. Bama's very beatable, but Auburn does not have a single starter on the offensive side of the ball. So it's no. just like, besides their running back, and honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if Tank was like, hey, let's just just let me, um, hey, let's give this, let's let's give our buddies some more reps in the Iron Bowl. I don't need them. Um, that's what I would do, if we're being honest. But I'm a coward, so there's that. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm taking Bama minus 19.5. I know it's at Auburn. I know the Iron Bowl is crazy, but it would be way – different if all the starters were in there it'd probably be a four it'd probably be like 11 or 12 point spread uh, on that game and i would take yeah. auburn if we're being honest um i um yeah bama's just yeah, i think it, it might be close early it might be close at half but i think they end up beating them by three touchdowns just because there's no depth anymore they were already thin in the o-line they were already thin defensively uh so i uh maybe under i, I would probably entertain the under if going into the weekend, it's at a reasonable uh, reasonable total, that would be something I would look at for sure. Auburn's not going to score much at all. Um, Alabama, I don't really see them scoring a whole bunch. Maybe 35 total, maybe, and that's because the defense overall, for Auburn's all on the field the whole game. Um, I could see a 35-14 game um, and it end that way. But uh, I am liking Bama minus 19.5 going into that weekend. So there's mine. Yeah, I mean, going. I've been talking about it for a while now that this game, the Iron Bowl, was gonna be interesting, and here we are, bows out. You just, you just said it. You nailed it. Um, I'm taking Bama on minus nineteen and a half as well. I mean, everything you just laid out is exactly why. Um, look, if all the starters were there, nobody was hurt, I would be on Auburn. Hundred percent. I'm not gonna lie. Just because of everything we've talked about with Bama, I, I think they're beatable. I think the Iron Bowl is crazy. I've seen crazier things happen. Like, look, Mac Jones came in and threw three pick sixes against um, Auburn at Auburn last time they played. Yep. So, I mean, we've seen crazy crazy shit happen in this game, but I don't see that happening this time. I think Bama's going to roll in there and dominate. It's just that's how it is this year. If you're an Auburn fan, I'm sorry. Um, I, I think you're all kind of prepared for it anyways. At least you have that. Look, it is what it is. We're going to get our ass kicked, but if it do, if we don't, Fucking awesome. We know. I mean, we that, know. Yeah, that that would be the way I would go into it. Like, all right, it's going to happen. Let's just have a good time with it. Let's drink. Maybe something crazy happens. We have a great environment. Maybe we beat the spread. We beat leave. the spread is the new goal. Yeah. Hey, good teams win. Great teams cover. That's right, dude. That's right. That's the <laughs> truth. Um, 
My next one as well is going to be Oregon. I already said that one. Never mind. To hell with that. Um, yeah. A&M, minus six and a half. I got A&M minus six and a half over LSU. I know it's Orgeron's last game. But LSU's really, really bad. They couldn't even cover against Monroe. Gang, gang. Told y'all dumbasses <laughs> last week. Plus 29 was a lock. Old Monroe yeah. versus old LSU. Knew it. Knew it. Knew it. Y'all are dumb if you didn't take it. Um, A&M's a good football team. They're trending upward. Quarterback's not looking bad, I'll be honest. Um, I know they lost. Yeah, Calzada's not bad. I know they lost against uh, Ole Miss, right? Yeah, they did not look good in that game. They, they lost Ole Miss. But in general, they've looked pretty good this year. Their defense is pretty solid. LSU's entire team sucks. Um, Butte is out, I'm pretty sure, still. Yeah. Uh, and if he isn't, he needs to All be. All their starters are out. Um, they're just, they don't have any of the weapons at LSU that right now. Even even the limited weapons they have are out. So, I like A&M by a touchdown for sure. Um, I, w- I, would, I would entertain it if, if it was at 14, honestly. But, yeah. um. I do like that. Um, that's going to be a part of my teaser for sure. To for an A&M to win outright, that's going to be a too easy, too easy mortal lock on the teaser. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I'm on that one as well. Same reasonings. I mean, A&M's just a better team than LSU. Let's just face it. Yep. They beat Bama. I mean, I know LSU gave them fits, but look, A&M's just a better team. Yeah. Straight up, they are. Um, next game, I've got I've got Kentucky plus three against Louisville. Look, Louisville, I know it's in Louisville, so this is kind of a dead-even matchup is what the book is saying. There's given three points because it's at Louisville, right? In my opinion, it's not. Look, I know Louisville destroyed Syracuse, whatever. We're talking about Syracuse, and then you're talking about Kentucky. Look, Kentucky's actually pretty good this year. They have a pretty good defense, so I'm going to take the better team in this one in three points. That just seems pretty logical. Like, I know it's a rivalry game and they hate each other, but Kentucky's a better team than Louisville. That, I mean, that's just facts. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Kentucky's a pretty good team for sure. No doubt. Um, my next one, we spoke about it briefly, or you tapped on it earlier. Um, Cincinnati, East, East Carolina. Uh, I took it at 14 and a half. I don't know why it didn't tease down a half a point. I'm pretty upset about that looking at it. Um, but nonetheless, I guess I'll stick with it. 14 and a half, um, minus 14 against East Carolina. Eastern Carolina is pretty good team. They gave Houston fits, uh, sent them to double overtime or whatever, but Cincinnati after that win against SMU could be trappy, could have a trappy feel, but the quarterback's a fifth year senior. Um, they're old, they're a mature team. It should not be a trap game. They should not come out flat. They should come out and handle business. They know what's at stake now. They know how close they are to the playoffs. They are literally controlling their destiny at this point for the playoffs. So they're going to go in there, and I think they're going to handle it pretty quickly. Um, I think they go in there and dominate it. Uh, so I took them, minus 14.5. I really hope that half point doesn't come back to bite me in the ass, and I think it will. So Yeah, that the hook there sucks. But, look, I'm on this game as well. Not aside, though. I'm on the over 57.5. I'll probably get that 57, if we're going to be honest here. Um, but yeah, just kind of what you laid out since he needs all the style points they can get. And it does feel a little trappy. And the reason I say that is because ECU is a team that can score. So, I mean, I know they just played a team that can score in SMU too, but I just, I think there's going to be a lot of points here. You kind of saw it, what they did last week. They can, since he can score points, their defense can give up some points late. Maybe we get a late cover there, 57 and a half. Um, I'm just going to take it over and take it to the bank. Just be be safe on that one. Um, I know you kind of touched on this game as well. You're taking the over in it. Look, I'm just taking Kansas State straight up against um, – I'm taking the money line. I think they beat Texas. Texas ain't good. Yeah. Texas just ain't good. So, I'm going to take Kansas State money line. I mean, they gave OU some fits, and we saw what OU in Texas was. So Yeah. Texas isn't very the good. The simulator so says they win. I mean, I'm, I'm taking it just purely off of how bad Texas is this year. I feel that. My next one is uh, Clemson minus 11.5. South Carolina is just dog ass. I understand they beat Auburn, but they also beat a junior varsity version of Auburn. And barely. Um, the main cause of that is because they said that the kid caught the ball at the end and it literally hit the ground. Uh, that was actually the wildest shit I've ever seen. And then, no, they, they overturned it, but then they punted it, and then it said it hit one of our players. And it for sure didn't hit one of our players. They even overturned it. They said it didn't hit him initially. It was actually the wildest. Even the announcers were like, I 
simply I don't know what to say about this. Anyway, uh, South Carolina is really, really bad. Uh, Clemson looked pretty good last week. Um, I think they're starting to trend upward a little bit, if we're being honest. Um, they're eight and three, the worst eight and three I've ever seen. Uh, to be to be frank with you, but I got them at minus eleven and a half. South Carolina's dog ass. Clemson's a little better. I think. Uh, I think. I think they'll win pretty handily. Yeah, so I'm on this game as well, but not a side again. I'm on the over forty three. I just think forty three is a low number. That is a low number. Um, it's just a low number. Uh, no reasoning outside of that. I know Clemson has struggled, but maybe DJ's starting to hit his stride a little bit more, and they're starting going to start scoring some points. So. And we know Carolina can score. I mean, they did it against Florida, yeah. so who knows? Um, I'm just going to take the over and hope and pray there's points there. I feel that. Um, do you have any more? Oh, yeah. So I got some Go more. Uh, I'm on the Egg Bowl. You're on the Ole Miss money line. I am on the opposite. I am not on the money line. I'm taking the points. Um, we know this game's kind of crazy, but I'm taking Mississippi State. I'm taking them. I They opened as the dog, and now they are the favorite, which is kind of wild if you ask me. But look. Mississippi State, we've seen what they can do. They've came back. They beat Auburn the way they yep. did. Will Rogers is a better quarterback than Matt Corral, and that's because Matt Corral is hurt right now. But Will Rogers is a freaking stud, and he might be the next guy outside of Bryce Young in the SEC next year. Um, Mike Leach in that offense is crazy. Look, there's probably going to be a crap load of points in this, so the over might be a good look there too. But, hey, the egg pool back on Thanksgiving. I'm going to take Miss State here. Um, I know Ole Miss has been the quote-unquote better team this year, but, hey, um, Miss State's hot right now. I'm going to keep riding it. Yeah, it's – um, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if that happens. The main reason I bet it is because it's an A grade. Uh, I, get, I right. give you all my A grades, and then I go in and look at other games that I like personally. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if that happens. Though. Will Rogers, dude, he, he looked good. He looked good against Auburn. He really genuinely looked yep. good. Um, granted, Auburn's offense couldn't stay on the field, so once again – if your defense is on the field the whole game, they're going to be gassed, and you know they're going to make more mistakes. But um, Will Rogers looked good. He did. He's got a he's got a yep. good arm. He's got arm talent. He's athletic. I uh, wouldn't be shocked if uh, he's like a Mike. He's like a distilled, concentrated version of Matt Corral. He's like a like a lesser, yeah. like a like a less good version. I think, in my opinion. Um, but it, I just don't think he runs as much right. as Corral does, and I think he just has a little bit more of an explosive arm. Right. I, I, it's maybe maybe not that maybe maybe that's not the case, but I think he fits that system very very yeah. well. With and he don't um he's young though, which is a good omen for Mississippi State fans. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be shocked about that either. Yep. Uh, my next one I have. I'm just gonna run through the next yeah. few, and I know you have one with me. Um, I have Oklahoma State minus four and a half. I've kind of touched on this. I think Bellum's kind of crazy. You just don't know what you're getting with OU right now. Look, everything and personal reasons, every uh, everything. I know, like, family, friends. I know you're probably listening to this, hating me for taking Oklahoma State. I just can't trust OU right now. I just can't. I've bet on them a lot this year, and guess what? They haven't covered. So I'm going to take the opposite side here. I think this game's going to be nuts. Um, there's going to be a lot of defense. I think there's not going to be a whole lot of points. I don't think the over hits, which is kind of crazy for a Bedlam game, but, hey. That's what I'm taking. I think Oklahoma State, that defense, I think you're going to see a very Baylor-esque game out of the, out of this one unless Caleb Williams decides to show up and show out, which unless show up and shine brightest, stars come out. So Yeah, um, hey, the stars come out at night. There. I, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't touch this game. We already talked about it before, pre-podcast. Yeah. I didn't touch the game. I, I wouldn't be shocked if, if either or happens. Uh, I don't like coin toss games. I'm staying away from it. Um it would be interesting to see Oklahoma State somehow manage to get into the playoff, though. You know? I know. I think it would be pretty interesting, and I would love the playoff. I bet you would because uh, they're not very good, in my opinion. Um, what else you got? Yeah. Uh, I think you took this one. I think I might have already said Notre Dame minus 19.5. Yep. But, yeah, uh, pretty pretty simple here. Stanford sucks. Yeah, um, Notre Dame, they have to win, and they need to win big to get into the playoffs. So, hey, if they, they want that number four slot, they're going to go out there and kick the shit out of Stanford. No so, hey, they 55-0 to zero against a team against Georgia Tech, who, in my opinion, is Stanford of the East. They're a very similar teams. So, um, I'm going to take Notre Dame there again. I think they cover big. Um, we both have this one, UCLA over Cal, minus six and a half. UCLA destroyed USC last week. And I just hey, – DTR is a damn good athlete. He's a damn good quarterback. Um, Chip Kelly's got them boys playing a little bit better. I just think they're a better team. Cal lost to Arizona. There you go. There you go. 
They lost my teaser. All they had to do was lose by less than a field goal, and I went $150, and they were defeated. Arizona was defeated. They were 0-8 going into the game, and Cal couldn't beat them. So UCLA by 40, in my opinion. (laughs) I mean, they beat the crap out of USC last week, so it wouldn't shock me. All right, this might be my favorite bet, just because I'm going against my rival here. Florida State money line against Florida. Give it to me. Everything we just talked about with Dan Mullen, he ain't coaching this game. They ain't got no defense. That team's quit. Florida State's actually playing pretty good right now. They got some momentum going here late in the season. Um, I think, hey, this is a bowl game eligibility game. So whoever wins this is bowl eligible. So there's some incentive to play tough, but hey, Florida State has their actual coaching staff, and they have something to play for a little bit. Give me Florida State money line. Love it. Love it. I'm not touching that, but I love it. Love your energy. <laughs> On to the NFL. I forgot what I even took. Let me look. I'll start Do us it. off. Thanksgiving, you have this one as well. Um, I'm going to start us off with Thanksgiving game. Give me the Bills minus six. Bills minus six on Thanksgiving. Yep. They're going to come back. They're going to get hot again. They're going to turn this thing around, and they're going to get right. Look, Josh Allen's too good to be losing games like this. Are they pretenders? Maybe. But we're they're they're going to turn they're it around. They're playing a downtrodden I'm Saints. just calling it. You know? Yes. I mean, the Saints just ain't good. That that quarterback situation is horrendous. Like, Simeon is not no, he's good. bad. I mean, once Jameis went out, it was done. See ya. Yeah. So, I'm with you there. Bill's minus six for sure. Next, I have another Thanksgiving game. And this one's kind of just, I, I just, hey, this is for fun. Bears, Lions over 41 and a half. Look, this is just a low number. <laughs> this is a low number. Oh, I know it's two very not good teams. I know Fields isn't playing. Hey, Andy Dalton's not, he, he's playing, but he's pretty solid. They can get David Montgomery going if DeAndre Swift and Jared Goff can get it going. Look, apparently Goff might play. We'll, we're going to see. Hey, let's get this over. Let's have some fun on Thanksgiving. Let's get them turkey legs going. Give me the over. I love that. You're you're a wild man. I would never do that, but good for you, dude. What else we got? I've got the Steelers – or not the Steelers. Oh, I have the Steelers-Bengals over 45. Um, look, Steelers just went head-to-head in a Pac-12-esque game, um, Big 12 shootout type of game against the Chargers. Bengals with Burrow, they can score points as well. Look, I, I just purely think there's going to be some points in this game, so give it to me. Ben's back. He's rolling. They got some momentum. They got some juice. Yeah. Let's do I it. took all of mine based off of A grades. I took the Steelers plus four and a half. I don't know why. So yeah. there's that. Well, I mean, I just gave you I a don't, little bit I of don't hate. Like, it's there is minor rationale, but I just, I don't, full disclosure, the I don't NFL, have full dude, faith It's tough that. this year. Hey, I'm going to tell you, this year in the NFL is rough. There's not a whole lot of rationale behind anything. It really isn't, bro. None whatsoever. Oh, and I also got the Ravens minus three and a half over the Browns. The Browns don't look very good. Um, the Ravens, they did get slapped a little bit by um, – a lesser team, in my opinion, uh, a few weeks back uh, by the Dolphins. But yep, I think uh, Lamar's back. They just won a game yep. without Lamar. Which was shocking. I know. I, I bet against that, and that did not Motivate. They've got morale. They've got momentum. I, just, I, I got them at three and a half. Uh, my last game is the 49ers minus three against Minnesota. Minnesota coming off a big win against the Packers. I understand. I understand. But the 49ers just went out and steamrolled last week. So give me the minus three here. Yeah, they look good. I'll be honest and tell you, though, that the Vikings are the best 5-5 five and five team I've seen in a long time. They Look at all their losses. They've only lost by less than a field goal. You're right, but look, the 49ers are more talented. I agree. Then the Vikings. They're good. And it's at home. They're good. On paper, 49ers definitely should win. I'm not touching it. But. What else do I have? Do I have anything else? Uh, like I said, you had the Bills minus six, and that was just great. And that's it, right? 
Yep. Yeah, I don't mess it. with it. Um, y'all let me know if I. Hey, y'all let me know if y'all wanted me to start giving y'all some hockey picks over the week because that's where I win my money. I win money in hockey. I win money in basketball. Um, football just I kind of float. I float around and hit a teaser occasionally, but I make I make my money throughout the week. So um, that's what uh, if y'all are interested in that, I'll hit y'all up. Y'all let me know. We'll we'll talk we'll talk shop. But um, I just I don't know. Like college has been iffy. I've been pretty good in college football lately. That one week I yeah. fucking killed. But outside of that, I've been around five hundred. Outside of that fifteen and three week, it's been it's been pretty pretty it's chalk, been pretty yeah. five hundred ball. Just kind of stay afloat for the for the midweek basketball and hockey bets. And that's <laughs> that's about it. I know I love it. Let's let's get some totals here. I am thirty five and thirty eight. Ew, and you are thirty eight and thirty five. Gang, gang. I'm a hey. I'm a bu- I'm plus. I'm plus or some shit. Yeah. I mean, hey, you're a little over fifty percent. So be happy about that. Gang, gang. I'm number football too. I wonder what I am overall. Yeah. I bet I'm. I mean, I've won a bunch of money, so I'm up. But I wonder how much percentage wise I am. <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving, man? Give me some Thanksgiving stuff. Let's let's talk a little bit about that. Then we'll get out of here. Head to the grandparents. Me and Charlie, we're gonna go down there, and um, we're gonna spend some time with uh my nanny and and my mom and dad, and you know, just uh just celebrate with some delicious food. It'll be my last Thanksgiving in the in the state of Alabama, so um it'll be cool. It'll be it'll be one to cherish, and um I think it might be the one last one that's in the house that we're going to. It's my nanny's house. My mom, my nanny and pop pop's house. I think they're getting rid of it. Uh, pop pop's uh, he he died a few years ago, and nanny. I think she's gonna move closer to mom and dad. So I think we're gonna be. I think don't quote me on that, but I think we're gonna be out of that house for good after this year. So um, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. I don't know how I'm gonna feel about that. You know, a bunch of childhood memories there. But um, right. That um, that's all happening, and uh, I'm excited about the pie. I'm excited about all the delicious food. I don't ever eat anything for real outside of maybe some DoorDash, Taco Bell, or, or chicken and rice now because I'm getting in better shape. So I'm trying to trying to chill. DoorDash, Taco Bell, trying to get Dude, in shape. Dude, all I eat is meat and cheese, bro. <laughs> it's nothing crazy. It's nothing crazy. And if I do that, guess what I'm eating all day before that? Nothing. That's the, all the calories that I've been taking all day. Right there. And I'll break it up. I'll go like six and six or something. But um, that's really it. That's all I eat. So it'll be good to have a home cooked meal, maybe a decent pie. I wish the pies by Mike Place was open. I wish no. I wish they didn't sell out. Remind me of the pie. You, I think we've talked about this either last year or the year before. What is the pie that you guys always have? That's a, like apparently amazing. Um, it's pretty. Uh, it's you know not your typical pumpkin or apple. It's something different. Uh, I mean we have chocolate pecan. Yeah, maybe that's what Skeet it was. pie. We have where it's like whipped cream and and you you soak chocolate chip cookies in milk, and then you layer it on whipped cream and chocolate chip cookies and milk. Sprinkle it with chocolate syrup, and you do that all the way up to the top of a of a glass uh, casserole container and and, free, and mm-hmm. congeal it overnight. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just the chocolate pecan. Chocolate I don't know. pecan I there was is crazy else. good, bro. I love that Brown shit. Kid. That's my favorite. I know. That's the one thing. We're, we're not really doing, you know, a whole Thanksgiving meal tomorrow or today for you guys listening. Uh, we're going down to Orlando and doing that whole deal. Um, Mom and Dad just didn't really want to be at the house and do a whole thing this year, which is understandable. So and that's what we're yeah. going to do. Um, we'll get my I'll get my meal come Christmas. So uh, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be nice, though. It'll be nice to get out of here again. Is your but, girl, is your girl uh, going? Hopping back on a plane. Yeah, she's coming with me. Um, it'll it'll be fun. It'll be good. Be good to get back down to Orlando, getting some warmer weather compared to the cold that that was up in Indianapolis this past weekend. Is, so, looking forward is to that. Family in Orlando, or y'all just we're just going down there. Whoa, dude, y'all are crazy. Yeah. Yep, that mom mom's idea. So we're we're doing it with everything that's been going on this past year. That's that's what they want to do. That, dude, definitely do whatever the hell they want. I'm with you. Yep. I'm with you. It'll be fun, dude. That'll be fun. Yep. Well, let's wrap this thing up, man. Let's wrap this. Yeah. That's what I was just. Well, about let's to wrap say. it. Hey, let's wrap it right up. Thank y'all for hanging out with us, man. Episode eighty nine. 
Um, we're staying consistent. We haven't been streaming lately. Um, we've been doing a lot of weird updates. Like Ryan's not on his go-to, and I'm uh, I, I'm updated to Windows 11. I'm trying to figure out the NDI and the Streamlabs and all that, and it's been a headache. But um, we're gonna get back to the live streams. I promise. Um, hopefully next week. I have it all. I have it all with me, but it's just it takes a little time to set up an NDI. And uh, I just simply didn't want to do it, so sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and we started a little late, to be honest. I mean, it's seven p.m. It's eight your time, like so. It's pretty yeah. late. But uh, thank y'all for being here, man. Thank y'all. Hope y'all have a phenomenal Thanksgiving. There's so much to be thankful for uh, in a world where it's just constant bitching and moaning. It seems like on all your social medias. Um, take time to be thankful and take time to find things that you're thankful and you're grateful for, uh, and uh, and the people that you're grateful and you're thankful for. Um, I'm, I, I try my best to show as much gratitude as possible to my friends. I don't ever see them. Like Ryan's one of my best friends of all time, but we never see each other. Uh, and that's just a part of adulthood. Um, it's a part of growing up and, um, hopefully we see more of each other as, as we get older. Hopefully we can have enough money to afford to move near each other. That'd be ideal. Um, but, uh, it's, um, it's hard to get, the older you get, it's hard to get the gang together and, um, just tell them how much you love them. Tell your people how much you love them. Tell them how grateful you are for them. Um, Ron, I love you, brother. Uh, and, uh, and and I'm extremely thankful for you. Uh, you're you're one of the best and most devoted friends I'll ever have and I ever plan to have. You know my circle is hella tight. I don't fuck with people for real. So um, I, I do appreciate you. And um, I'm a... I, I plan to come down. I plan to come to Atlanta soon. But uh, just be, guys, y'all 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 uh, y'all tell 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 your people that you love them, and um, tell them tell them how grateful you are for them, uh, and uh, and appreciate them. And maybe take some decent food too. That'll help them as well. Um, give them a big <laughs> hug and and tell them happy Thanksgiving from the BD Radio team because uh, we love them too. And spread the good news, man. We're still growing, and uh, and we really appreciate y'all uh, being being. Uh, so kind as to listen to us and download us. So we really appreciate it. You got anything? Yeah, I mean, you, just to reiterate everything you said, uh, be thankful for everything you got, guys, um, especially the people that are around you. Just everything you just said is perfect. It sums everything I was going to say up anyways. But with everything that's happened with me this, this past year, guys, just cherish those moments you have with people. It's the best advice yep. I can give you. You don't know if that's going to be your last moment yeah. with them. Um, you don't know if that's going to be the last conversation you have. Never leave anything unsaid. Lay it all on the table and just let people you know yeah. you love them. Um, look, I, like Cam said, I love you too, buddy. You, you've helped me a lot. This this whole thing has helped me a lot the past mm -hmm. few months. Um, it just gives me a little sense of escape and normalcy um, with everything that's still going on. Yeah. I mean, look, that's why I'm going to Orlando exactly. tomorrow. Um, but, hey. I love you, man. I love everybody that listens to this podcast, that supports us, that, that asks us questions on the stream. And like you said, uh, we've had some technical issues today, but we're going to get back after it when we get back and we'll get it figured out here going into the holiday season. Um, we'll, we'll have some fun stuff for you all here soon. So thankful for everything. Love your family. Love your friends. Um, Y'all just have a great Thanksgiving and enjoy some football. Eat some good food. Win Yo. some money and have a damn good Absolutely, weekend. Absolutely, boys.